the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Mark Honf is off today. And our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Canbella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And a special announcement starting December 19th. So, Today is December 12th. This is our last show on KDOW at noon uh, because we are moving to KTRB 860, The Answer, on uh, next, the following Saturday, uh, December 19th at 8 p.m. So all you listeners today on KDOW, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. on 860 The Answer, KTRB. Today's trivia theme is entertainment. Um, now, I've got a couple well, of... Hey, quick- real quick. Say again? Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sorry, um, you know, about the move. So KTRB is, is KDOW sister company, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's 50,000 uh, watts, and it yeah. covers pretty much almost all of California. So we're moving up That's in the world. almost half the earth. That's half the earth, yeah. <laughs> half the economy of the earth, yeah. Pert uh, mayor. Okay, uh, a couple things I wanted to uh, point out here. California tops Hawaii with the worst unemployment picture in the U.S. But we have the most people, so I don't know. Is it the most unemployment? Yeah. It's Hawaii with the worst unemployment picture. Well, it makes sense because Hawaii is all service business. Essential workers, restaurant, bars, um, dining. Yeah, but it says that California is topping Hawaii. Well, that's why I wonder, is it per capita? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. That'll be next week's topic, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Something else I wanted to cover here. So they've talked about canceling student debt. That, that's been a topic, that's right? That's right. And I'm yeah. thinking, well, I paid off my student loan. Does that mean I get a refund? Yeah, right. Right? And... Why should the people who either couldn't afford to go to college, couldn't get a loan or whatever, and went into, you know, a trade school or something, or just, or just went right into work, they're basically going to have to pay for the people who don't have to pay their loans back, right? Because all of us taxpayers right. are just going to come back to us. Yeah. Right. Is there, are there certain conditions? I mean, and they're just not going to carte blanche uh, right off every student no, who I th- has. I think they're student. talking 50000 
But Max, still, like, is there a certain is education or university or, no, I mean, is it just off the heard. board? Any, any student loan. So if you were underwater basket weaving at what's the matter you, uh, <laughs> they're going to say yes. that's just as good as, as, as Harvard, uh, you know, graduate school, uh, such and such. Yeah. Huh. Right. And so the next level to that argument, though, is now talking about making higher education free. So then they go, well, what about those poor people that have the student loans? It wasn't free for them. That's the next level. And what about the people, Hmm. again, so those of us who paid out of our own pocket for, you know, sweat and tears? I mean, that that just ain't right, you know? Well, it was also cheaper for us, too. Life was a lot easier for us in some ways. Uh, that uh, that is true, but uh, proportionately, yeah. yeah. Um, just like, uh, well, it's it's interesting because I was just thinking for some reason, like trying to compare it to rent. Um, my client who died at like age 101, uh, and this was like 15 years ago, she was telling me that she rented an apartment in the marina in San Francisco, like just the perfect place for 40 bucks mm-hmm. a month. Oh, back in wow. uh, you know 19. 19- 40 something wow well in the early 90s (laughs) right yeah i mean that for 40 dollars a month was actually quite a lot of money so i don't know proportionally was it 40 percent of her income i I, not sure i don't know well did she mention that she was there with nine other spinsters you remember women women didn't even they made like 20 cents an hour yeah yeah in fact my dad graduating when he graduated uh, from Pace College, back then it was Pace College, now it's Pace University, in 1951, as an accountant, uh, he, his first job, he made a dollar an hour. Wow. wow. You know? And I'm sure you had to work more than 2,000 hours, you know, typical. And uh, the last thing I wanted to cover, and then I'll let you guys take over, is um, the, the stay-at-home order uh, for retailers, you know, like capacity 20% um, uh, maximum. Who's going to monitor that? I know that they have like some people who, you know, you go into, like I went into Kohl's to, to buy some pants and there was somebody there with yeah. a clipboard and they were probably checking it off. But, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's, it's self-regulated. Citizen monitored. Edward, I'm going to have you sign up and, and <laughs> do the weekend shift. <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, is there going to be some, you know, sheriff that's going to come around and one, make sure that, uh, there's somebody monitoring it and checking off and going, okay, well, there's, let's see here, there's a 35,000 square feet and you have to be 20% capacity. I mean, who's going to do all that? I think that yeah, the stores I, are doing that. It's like Trader Joe's and all that. Yeah. But I mean, how, I mean, who's like, are there any companies that are going to, you know, quote fudge and say, yeah. you know, okay, well, we're really going to have it at 80% capacity and just yeah. sure right. we're at 20%. Yeah. Are, are kids like, are kids considered half units because they don't breathe as much? Yeah, right? that's true. Like you, you, so. you stack them on top of each other and they make one whole human being. Get on your sister's shoulders and <laughs> Lena stand up against the uh, door there. And, and right. you're, you're too tall. You count as two people, you know? Yeah. But I do <laughs> think, though, 
yeah. that in the state right now, there's a lot of resistance to the stay-at-home order. Yes. Like when yes. it first went in, it started with the Bay Area on March 16th, and we just complied. Like this is big, yeah. but it's yeah. human beings. Once we get a test, a taste of like opening up, and it's like, well, I didn't get it all this time, so we yeah. all thought it was going to be for two weeks, you know. And now it's like you can't take that stuff back, even though I mean yeah. I'm complying, exactly. but still. All right, we're going to get to our first uh, commercial break, first trivia question. And by the way, the uh, theme is entertainment. Uh, this one, this one's actually hard unless you unless you know it, then it's not hard. Uh, first trivia question: What song appears on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack twice? Once by the Bee Gees and once by Tavares. I think this is probably I. I think this is the only song they ever sung. I like a one-hit wonder. All right. That's our trivia question. Uh, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win, answer is going to win that Danny certificate. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Patty Cohen and Nam Fon. Our first trivia question on entertainment was, what song appears on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack twice? Once by the Bee Gees and once by a group called Tavares. And the song is More Than a Woman. Uh, More than a woman. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, so far you guys are on for two. Hey, want to make a quick mention here also for the Hotel San Luis Obispo. It's a cultural crossroad where adventure becomes life well lived. Located steps from downtown, uh, you can also head to the uh, rooftop for sips uh, and small plates amongst lush planted greenery with stellar views over rolling hills. Uh, they're they're uh, close to the California beach towns because that's just up the road. Check them out at Hotel um Get this, it's hotel-slo, standing for San Luis Obispo.com. Or call 805-235-0700. I don't know if you could go on their website, check them out. Beautiful hotel. Okay, uh, we have a couple of uh, emails that came in. Uh, Patty, for you, one comes in and says, how long do you expect COVID to keep real estate active? Well, for sure, almost unanimous by real estate um, management, real estate experts, real estate agents that are in the field, definitely banner through June, you know, and the vaccine is here. I mean, you know, there's a little talk of a bubble, but I mean, I've got everyone I talk to, stagers are busy, they're the, they're the front line. Everyone I talk to, including me, like I've got enough coming on in the next few months that is a typical year for me, okay. you know, in terms of listings. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's still, you know, let's just say this, the mortgage bankers, it's, it's like the wealthy are buying. So, um, for example, mortgage bankers said that uh, homes, oh, uh, they did mortgages over the conforming loan rate of 768, whatever it is, was up 39.8% last wow. this year. Now, in comparison, loans up to 200,000 was only up 13%. So it's it's a tale. We know that this is a tale. The, the central workers are suffering. But well, let, let me ask you a quick question on this. So 
you know, everybody knows that people were moving from, like, say, San Francisco to the suburbs, you know, Napa and all those other places. But once, let's say, vaccine comes, and then also companies are going to start opening up their offices so that people can come back to work in San Francisco, is there going to be then a re-migration back to the city? I know. You've said that all along, like, okay, so they're not going to yeah. the school district anymore, but this is going to end soon enough. Yeah. But human beings are strange characters. And I, I also think that people are just getting a taste at going, working from home. And, I mean, commercial real estate's decimated. So now there's talk of saying, hey, you know, maybe people only need to come, whether there's a virus or not, this is working. Maybe people need to come in only, you know, once a week. So now we have yeah. four other days. So we have, you know, five people sharing an office. We theoretically have that much times less office space needed you know so it's changing it's already been changing the work from home but this you know human beings are characters that once we start developing habits we stick with it meaning that we're also not buying we're not going to stores anymore whether this is a pandemic or not we got used to amazon yeah you know well let me me, uh, here's kind of just a theory also Let's say you have people who are working from home, but it's just a little bit too crazy, you know, getting up and going and going to your bedroom, you know, your another office in your in your house. Would there maybe be a bigger demand for like really small offices yeah. in you know down the street type of thing? That is exactly what's happening. Yeah. And so there's are you familiar with co-working spaces? Yeah, like we there's WeWork and other companies. And Hivery, like the Hivery in Mill yeah. Valley. Yeah. And I mean honestly, let's face it, this is millennial heaven. Um, like older people just generally don't go there. But I mean, like if somebody gets a sale, everybody rings a bell and claps. Yeah. You know, like I, when I'm working, I personally would have my head down and I'm working. Yeah. Like that would be way too distracting. And that's how we we are, but so co-working yeah. spaces are bigger than ever because now you don't, you're not even committed to anything. You just pay something per month and you go in and you use the space. And if you have a, a, a meeting, you have an office, uh, a, a conference room there, you know, and then you're connecting with people and all that. Right. So, I mean, so the, the interesting thing is co-working spaces. I mean, I, I don't know, this is anecdotal maybe, but it seems like they're predominantly in urban areas. So, um, but I could see suburban areas where people have moved to uh, seeing, you know, a growth of co-working spaces because, yep. you know, people, maybe people do need the services of, you know, printers and, you know, you know, big machines that they're just not going to have in their home office. Exactly. Right? So Good point. do co-working spaces, you know, increase in, you know, Sonoma, Napa County, wine country where, you know, you've got people who are working from home but are professionals and need a little bit more of a professional environment, like a large conference room to yes. do teleconferencing or something like that with a big That's screen. Exactly. That's a great so, point. And then the next uh, level of it, like I've got a house in Mill Valley listed at 4 million eight and it has a legal rental. Now people that are looking at it are, they're not, they don't care about a rental. They don't care about an in-law unit. They are saying, Hey, you know, my, my partner who, uh, who has a $10 million house, he's, he's got a little space in his house where he can have meetings there. I mean, these are, these people are making a couple million a year. So, yeah. you know, so now you've got a place, not necessarily where people, where people are going to spend the weekend, but they're going to go there and have meetings if they need to, you know, that, yeah. Yeah. You know, 
What would be interesting right now is is polling architects and, and designers and builders who are right now in the midst of working through construction plans with clients who are just buying property and seeing what their tastes are. You know, like, hey, I want, you know, a dedicated room for an office or whatever to see what yeah. those trends actually are. And, yeah. I could, yeah, I could definitely could, see could that. You guys ready to cut to our next commercial break here? When we come back, I want to ask uh, Nam a, a deal of the week, and uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Here's our second trivia question on uh, entertainment. And I think I asked this, gosh, probably a year ago. What was Buddy Holly's backing band? So you have like uh, Dr. Hook and The Medicine Show, you know, right? Uh, you have Tommy James and The Shondells. Well, Buddy Holly, Buddy Holly, and what was the name of his, the rest of his band? That's yeah. our trivia question. Mm-hmm. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. And again, don't forget, <clears throat> put on our uh, put on your calendar the next week. Um, the best of investing is moving to KTRB 860. The answer at 8 p.m. All right, don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Tom and Patty Cohen. Second trivia question, what was Buddy Holly's backing band? I have no idea. Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Oh, Crickets. 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 Okay. Um, Noam, let's see. Uh, let, let, me, let me get into your email and then into uh, Deal of the Week. So the email sure. comes in for you. It says, what options, because obviously there, this, this uh, person who wrote in uh, is familiar with the fact that when someone invests in one of your funds, Sometimes the money sits around before it gets deployed. Then you can explain sure. it. it. says, what options are there for investors wanting to invest in any of your funds if it takes too long to deploy the money? Yeah, good question. So, um, so at Pacific Private Money, you know, we, we lent to borrowers on a number of, um, for a number of different needs. Uh, primarily, it's residential real estate, or had been for the last, uh, since 2012. But uh, over the years, we've done other loans, like some, uh, small balance commercial, uh, ground up construction, you know, the typical person who, or investors who, who's buying a home to fix and flip. Um, and over the years, we've, that demand has just grown so much that we've um, had a need to sort of start multiple funds to be able to, uh, in, to, to be able to put these loans in sort of special purpose funds. So, you know, since 2013, we've had the Pacific Private Money Fund. And in this year alone, we opened three more, the Pacific Freedom Fund, which is just sort of a, for us as a warehouse line of credit fund, the North Star Capital Fund, uh, which is a ground of construction, and then the most recent one in August, the Pacific Southwest Note Fund. And um, all of these are growing at different paces, but you know, they, and they all have different return profiles, different uh, characteristics that make them, they make them more appealing for one investor, for one fund versus another. But um, the question is related to, hey, if I invest my money in fund A, for instance, um, how long before my funds are deployed? And uh, generally, with the Pacific, currently with the Pacific Private Money Fund, the Freedom Fund, and the North Star Capital Fund, 
there really is a very little waiting period. We have more loan demand for ground up construction loans for, you know, your typical, um, you know, your typical, uh, you know, SFR purchase. Uh, and, and then uh, with the Southwest Note Fund, uh, the demand for uh, loans where people are uh, getting seller carry back is high as well. But um, we have more capital uh, coming in, more investment capital coming in because it's become, you know, you know, a very attractive fund. And right now we just don't have the deal flow yet, but it's coming. And I'd say in Q1, it'll be exploding. Um, but the question is, so if I invest, for instance, in the Pacific Southwest Note Fund and have to wait in line, you know, how long do I have to wait and do I have other options? Um, and prior to the Pacific Freedom Fund launching, then you would have just had to wait. You could put your money in, uh, invested in the, the Southwest Note Fund or any fund, and it's sitting in our subscription account until we need it. But uh, if it takes several months, you'd have to wait several months before we could deploy it. Now we have an option. So now if you want, uh, you can execute a subscription in the Southwest Note Fund, but temporarily park your money in the Pacific Freedom Fund. Uh, because with that fund, there's two really nice features about it. One is um, we're growing that fund very quickly and, and the loan demand or the need to fund loans through that fund is such that we're taking in capital and we can deploy it quickly and, and pay investors in that fund uh, immediately or almost immediately 7%. So uh, rather than uh, have your money sitting, not earning interest um, until it's needed in the Southwest Note Fund, you can park it in the Pacific Freedom Fund, start earning 7%, and then, uh, and also at the same time, you have your place in line with the Southwest mm -hmm. Note Fund so that when we actually need the funds, let's say sometime in January, we can transfer those funds out of the Pacific Freedom Fund uh, do a quick redemption and then do an immediate investment in the Southwest Note Fund. So for that time between now and when we need the funds in the Southwest Note Fund, you're earning 7%. And then once it goes into the Southwest Note Fund, the target return is 9 to 12%, uh, which is one of the most, you know, very appealing uh, elements of the Southwest Note Fund. Yeah, in fact, the so, rate of return uh, since its inception has been uh, averaging, I think, 12.3%. So it's been a little bit. 12.3. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. How That's do people great. get a hold of you if they have questions? Yeah. So um, they can call us at 415-883-2150, or they can go to our website, which is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. I can tell you, uh, November and December, we've just been slammed with calls from investors wanting to park their money in one of our funds. So it's been great. We're, we're always taking in capital just because our demand has just blown up over the past, uh, especially in the past six months. But we expect the same, like Patty was saying, with the housing market, we expect the lending space to, to be in lockstep with, with real estate sales. Okay. Uh, Patty, I tell you what, we have uh, about a minute and a half before we cut the break. Do you want to uh, give us a little update with some numbers? And then we'll continue well, on. Yeah. With I, I mean, this is kind of fun, actually. So um, Marin County, for example, Home sales over $5 million in 2020, it's up 73%. Yeah. Wow. 
So the big players are out. You can say over 2 million, 3 million, 4, right? So the highest sale of, let's just say Northern California, the highest sale this, this year is in Pebble Beach, 25 million. <laughs> Next highest was in Palo Alto, 20 million. And then we have, you know, just around 14, 15. Well, Alamo, something in Alamo sold for 19 million. Woodside, 15, 5. Tiburon, 15. Napa, even, even Napa, 14 million. Wow. Pacific Heights, 8 million. So that's just kind of examples of the highest sale in each given town. And it's always fun because people like to know, like, what about these big, huge sales? Where are they? Yeah. You know, you can Google all that and find out where they are and take little tours online to some of them. Um, but it's kind of fun. I think people like to know about that. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That's amazing. 73%. Uh, I guess these Higher. people uh, lived in a little condo and they decided, no, it's time to get a big house now, right? <laughs> yeah, or they're parking money. You know, like sometimes people have a second or third or fourth home and it's all cash. I mean, there's a lot of big money out there. You know, that would yeah, drive me crazy, though, to, uh, to own a home that big just because I'd hate paying those real estate taxes. Exactly. You know, can you imagine paying 250000 a year in real estate taxes? Yeah. But that just, that, that itself would just... I, I say forget it. <laughs> I know, exactly. And I always think like your money's just sitting there not working for you, but it is because if it's going to double every 10 years, not bad. Right. 7.2% yeah. rate of return. Hey, yeah. uh, how do people get a hold of you, Patty? Do they have questions about real estate? Yeah, thank you for asking. I'm um, Patty Cohn. I'm with Compass. I'm at 415 722 4842. And my email is patty, P A T T I dot Cohn, C O H N, at Compass com, And I am happy to give out, I have a wealth of information um, and I am happy to just con contribute and give as much as I possibly can. And you're a good resource for other uh, aspects in real estate, which I appreciate. Hey, quick uh, third trivia question here. Who co-wrote and directed the 1974 movie Young Frankenstein? All right. 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. When we come back, Nam's going to get into a deal of the week. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Phan and Patty Cohen. Third trivia question, who co-wrote and directed the 1974 movie Young Frankenstein? Mel Brooks? Yes, Mel Brooks. Nice. We did we get, get you get you one, one correct answer here. Yay, right, 33%. That's right. Hey, that'll get you in the Hall of Fame in baseball. Uh, <laughs> Tom, uh, give us a deal of the week. Yeah, so this deal of the week uh, is for a construction loan. Uh, a gentleman came to us who needed um, funds. He had acquired, inherited a property that needed a lot of work. It's... Um, Parents had been in it, and it just, um, you know, went into some disrepair. They had it for a long time, but uh, there were, you know, back taxes and uh, a lot of updating that needed to be done before they could get a conventional loan. So Pacific Private Money was able to provide a three hundred thousand dollar loan uh, so that um, this borrower could get uh, some of these back taxes paid and uh, get some work done on the property or improvement so that uh, they could, he could eventually, actually, I think his plan was to move into it. It was a duplex 
and uh, live in one of the units and rent the other one out, but also get a uh, conventional refinance. So this is the type of loan that is perfect for one of the funds I mentioned earlier, the North Star Capital Fund, because uh, it's, it really is a construction loan um, and uh, is one that, um, you know, bars in some instances, just, they just can't get the kind of a loan from uh, a conventional lender. And there are other private lenders, obviously, that will do these kinds of loans. But, you know, we have uh, a fund that's dedicated to holding these, portfolioing these loans until uh, until uh, the work is completed, until they refinance into a conventional loan. So, um, you know, we talk about the bridge loan all the time. That's still the dominant loan that we're doing yep. these days or a consumer purpose loan. But uh, it's nice to see uh, some of the construction loans starting to uh, to grow in our portfolio. Um, now that we have the North Star Capital Fund to uh, to portfolio of these loans. Excellent. So we've got a great team that can uh, underwrite construction just because it's not easy. You know, with construction loans, uh, and when a borrower comes to us, it's usually a builder. And uh, construction loans take longer. It And also a lot can change during the course of a, yeah. of a project. Home values, material costs, you know, permitting delays anything, uh, so many factors. So you have to have a really good team who can underwrite these. Um, and it's reflected in the rates because typically some of the rates for construction loans are higher. And that's why the North Star Capital Fund pays a little bit of a higher return um, than let's say the Pacific Private Money Fund. But uh, that's the deal of the week. Actually, I have a few questions. Can we jump over back to, sure. to yeah. Patty? Okay, um, Patty, it was interesting. You know, So I looked at the report and you were talking about some of the high-end homes. Um, and what they were selling for in the various counties. But there was uh, on your flyer that you had, I think it was the last page. It was the one with your picture on it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Active listings priced $5 million or above, the median price list. And it gave a breakdown of how many active listings there are essentially in the you know top, let's say, 20, uh, 20 cities. Yeah. And Lake Tahoe region right now, mm-hmm. 41 active listings were the median price that was above five million was seven and a half million. Tahoe's on the and, yeah. But it was tied with tied with uh, the Presidio in San Francisco, which also had 41 listings at eight million. Yes. But if you look, a lot of these regions are the second home uh, markets. Lake yes. Tahoe, Carmel was down there, Pebble Beach, um, Napa. you know, Napa. Yeah. I consider Napa kind of second home at this point yeah. with, with some people yeah. buying, but it's just amazing how fast or how much the high-end market is is moving uh, during this time. Well, I mean, honestly, there's just a lot of money out there, and there's a lot of people that want their second homes, and it's, it's not so. And a lot of it's about the school district. Like the school district stopped people from using their second homes before, and now it doesn't necessarily. Well, also, and I mean, don't, you, don't you think about uh, you know people who can't travel? Like they're not even going to Europe, so they might go. Well, I'll go to my second home in, in Pebble Beach. You know, it's a great, great point, mm-hmm. and you don't want to get it on the airplane. So yeah. it, it, Tahoe is on fire. I have a lot of good connections on top in Tahoe. If anybody's thinking about buying up there, I can totally help them. It's, it's like somebody said, I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't want to go up there because there's just too many people. Um, somebody said it's like 4th of July all year long up there. Uh, wow. Well, yeah, I, I just, I can only imagine we're getting into ski season pretty soon. Not any rain, but yeah. uh, once that comes, boy, I can just imagine how busy that's going to be. 
Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, you know, I have a question. Are, are schools going to allow uh, kids to remote in um, or would they consider it still their school district? I mean, if if people are keeping their primary residence, you know, and but they're, you know, say their primary residence is San Francisco and they're buying in Tahoe and they're up there for the winter because they decided we're just going to winter up in Tahoe so we could ski all the time. But my kids are still going to go to school remotely. Is is the school going to allow that? That's I don't know. Yeah. I think Maybe they're that. going up there for three days a week or something. I don't know. Long weekends. I don't know. Yeah. Or they're yeah. just not telling I them. Think they're, they're, they're not telling them, even though they got all the ski equipment on. Exactly. <laughs> right. But, you know, are the schools going to mandate, say, hey, now that everyone's gotten their vaccinations, you have to show up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, you know, maybe I bet you some of the uh, private schools are probably going to allow remote schooling. Yeah. Because that's so we'll see. Yeah. I, I think that's something to, to watch um, because that might force people back into, you know, having their residence in, in the Bay Area. Yeah. You know, what, primary what are they going to do? Like, I know there's there's talk about different things with regard to you know, if people say, well, I don't, I don't want to get the vaccine yet because I don't know what the side effects are going to be. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Is it going to be a situation where you, you know, you can't go into a restaurant or you can't go into Trader Joe's or some other thing unless you can prove right. that you have the vaccine. I mean, yeah. so that's one way to control the public, isn't it? Yeah. And then yeah. there's, a, then of course there's for, or forgery and all that stuff. Like I'm yeah. sure you can, like who says, where's the official document, you know? Yeah. I was going to say that, you know, is there like the, at the, um, you know how you get your temperature taken or something? Is there something that yeah. you know, poke you with that'll make you say, yeah, yeah, I've got this, or a note from a doctor, or uh, yeah, they, yeah, I'm selling illegal signs that say I've had the vaccine. You know? Exactly. Not, <laughs> yeah, no, you're not getting you're not getting a fake uh, driver's license to prove to show you're 21 anymore. It's fake license to show that you've got the yeah. vaccine. Yeah. And uh, then, uh, and that's the case. Then Amazon's going to do even that much better, because then people you can't even go to the grocery store, and uh, you get. Oh it. God! Yeah. yeah. And, and what, what did I just hear? Facebook is getting sued for antitrust. Did you read about that? I, I vaguely. Uh, I saw that. I just saw the headlines, but I don't know yeah, what, I read what it. specifically. I mean, something like they crushed the competition, and it's like, okay, but what do they do wrong? Just because they're successful, yeah. you know. <laughs> exactly. I'm so frustrated about people who get upset with Amazon. I'm thinking, thing is, I mean, Amazon probably does have you know their their own products, but they allow other people to sell on Amazon. Exactly. So mom and pop yeah. aren't being put out of business. Mom and pop can now sell on Amazon. Well, but the thing is, what Amazon quickly does is <clears throat> mimic that exact product and sell it for less. It's just a generic brand. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. There's a whole yeah. There's a whole industry of of seeing what the most popular products are, and then sourcing the, uh, the you know the sourcing the materials like in China to have those products yeah. to create knockoffs. Yeah. Because yeah, I was gonna say you know yeah, unless you've got a factory to build anything and everything, you, you're gonna have to outsource to those companies. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yep. yeah. Because I just uh, wanted to buy one of those little handheld chainsaws. Uh, you know, they go, oh, that's a really good thing. Hey, uh, stay with us. You're listening to The Best Invest, and we're going to be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to the best of investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Fawn and Patty Cohen. No trivia question, but uh, Nam, you want to ask Patty some predictions, huh? Yeah. So uh, last on the last show, Patty, we had a few um, prediction areas, you know, to say, okay, this time next year, because uh, we started by saying that uh, this time last year, nobody could have predicted what oh. uh, what yeah. would have happened yeah. this year. So uh, in uh, December of 2021, we're going to be looking back and, and a couple of the areas, you know, we talked about our what housing. Do you think home prices are going to, you know, be flat? Uh, or do you think it'll be appreciate more than 5% or more than 10? Or do you think it will depreciate? So generally, what would you think? Well, I mean, I think it's going to keep going at least like we're going to have a very robust spring, you know, Mm -hmm. nationwide. I mean, here, okay, for example, CoreLogic is predicting 7.3%. Case Schiller is predicting 7%. Mm -hmm. Now, we're talking Bay Area here and Bay Area is, you know, in its own little world. So, I mean, at least 10 and that sounds very aggressive, but I think we're going to capture most of that in the beginning of the year. I mean, I do think there's a there's a saturation point happening as well, where the, there's pent up demand, but there's still going to be a lot of movement. And whenever there's movement, there's people going in, people go anyway. Yeah. There's people leaving, and there's people coming, and there's there's still not a lot of inventory. As long as so pa- the patty code, that's the important thing. Yeah. Right? So the Patacone index says over 10%. <laughs> uh, maybe 10, maybe 10%. And, and then, in the okay. Bay Area. Now, I don't know what you're going to see in Florida or wherever. But, well, hopefully they're not going to change the tax law with regard to 1031 exchanges because that doesn't oh, just right. affect, you know, Mr. Taxpayer or Mrs. Taxpayer. It affects the realtors, the, yeah. the title companies. You know, I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. amazing. When you just take a bunch of real estate transactions off the table – that trickle down theory, I mean, it really affects a lot. A lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Inspectors, the, everybody. Yeah. I'll ask you one more question. So the Dow, uh, the other question was, uh, one of the other questions was, will the Dow um, uh, be below 30,000 or above 30,000 this time next year? I don't know. <laughs> that, it's out of my bailiwick, over my pay grade. What about you? What do you think, Edwin? Uh, uh I'm going to say it'll be a little over 30. I think it's only going to go up a couple percent. Of course, that'd be 30,600. That's, that's my prediction. Uh, next week, I may say something different. Yeah, that's... A- it, last few weeks, you said something different. Of course. Yeah, I was going to say, by next December, I'm going to say something different, too. Yeah. Well, what we do know is we're not going to have Trump um, doing the roller coaster, where based on what he says, something happens, and then something happens. Wait a minute. The election is not over yet. And actually, <laughs> actually, I should take that back, because he's still going to be very much in the picture. Yeah, yeah he'll still be in the news. Yeah, I, I, heard, the news. I heard he's going to uh, potentially resign, hand it over to Pence so that Pence can uh, pardon him. Pardon him, yeah. That'd be interesting. I said, no, why doesn't he hand it over to Kamala Harris and see if she'll do it? Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Actually, no, no, that's true. He can't do that. He can't, he can't just decide. If he resigns, it automatically the vice president becomes president. Yeah. So you know, he doesn't have a choice there. But that'll be kind of interesting. Um, uh, it was an entertaining four years that we had. And uh, – you know, That's he actually funny. did some good for the economy, I think. You know, was, he, he, he would have won by a landslide if he would have acted a little bit more presidential yeah. and uh, just kept his tweets to himself, you know, and that sort of yeah. thing. But uh, guys like that just 
can't seem to put a muzzle on it, but that's okay. All right, so we're going to cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. I saw a sign that said, if you come in without a mask, we will have to take your temperature. P.S. We only have rectal th thermometers. Choose wisely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I accidentally handed my wife a glue stick instead of chapstick. Yeah, she still isn't talking to me. <laughs> All right. Tune in. <laughs> I'm glad she hasn't listened to the show. She'd kill me if I got home. Okay. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. And again, don't forget, tune in on Saturdays on KTRB 860, the answer at 8 p.m. Because this is our last show on KDOW. It's been a great I don't know how many years, six years, five years, four years, something like that. Uh, but unfortunately, we have to say adios to KDOW. But thanks for listening on behalf of our team. Yeah, thank you. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.